people are like, you're so crazy. I can't believe that you guys still put this on. And some people are saying, this is amazing. You guys are so great for still putting this on. So there's definitely two ends of the spectrum. But the reality of it is, is that we were able to host an event of that magnitude when nobody else was because of all of the rules and regulations that we were following. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the None of Your Business podcast. I'm Sean Dill, and this is the beautiful Lacey Book. We're your hosts. And today, thought we would give you guys a summer camp recap. Love it. Maybe looking at it through our eyes, but also because I know that a lot of people, for a lot of different reasons, weren't able to be there with us. It was super sad. But we had an amazing time and I wanted to give you some of our takes on the various speakers mm -hmm. and um, get us ready for uh, 2021. I get love us it. Ready to roll there. So we had summer camp um, just a few weekends ago. Mm -hmm. Indianapolis Scottish Rite Auditorium. It was a beautiful, beautiful venue. Let's start with that. I think people just absolutely loved the venue. Yeah, the Scottish Rite Center was just immaculate it was gorgeous it was so i don't even how would you describe it um elegant yeah. breathtaking and it was it was expansive too it was just a huge huge venue it could host a lot of people but what's really unique about the scottish rite is that they have a theater in it where it has theater seating and a stage and then a ton of other ballrooms so historically the scottish rite center has been used mostly for weddings it's like one of the number one wedding venues i think in indiana um, and so when we found it and we wanted to do summer camp, we just fell in love with the way that it looked and how unique and different it was. Because one of the things that we're all about when it comes to putting on events and delivering the goods is about creating an exceptional experience. And I think the Scottish Rite Center definitely added to the experience. And of course, I mean, I want to jump into the speakers here. But yeah. before we do that, I mean, I know that there's probably some listeners that are saying like, well, wait a minute, you know, coronavirus they're yeah. afraid and so we did have a mitigation plan and yeah. we had we followed all of the guidelines people are like you're so crazy i can't believe that you guys still put this on and some people are saying this is amazing you guys are so great for still putting this on so there's definitely two ends of the spectrum but the reality of it is is that we were able to host an event of that magnitude when nobody else was because of all of the rules and regulations that we were following. Hey, listen, I think it was historic in that I'm not I'm not familiar with anybody who's actually going out and hosting live events. And what I realized at the event is that a lot of people really long for that human connection. Oh, absolutely. People were like, oh my gosh, like to be around people, it meant so much to them. We had 350 people there, mm -hmm. but... We did this all within the guidelines set forth by the public health department, mm -hmm. by the governor's office. We followed all of the rules and we, we put together the event. And so a lot of people were like, well, you know, Sean and Lacey, while we do have our personal opinions about things, we, we also are running a business. And we do understand that 
we have to follow the rules. Otherwise, and so, it would get shut down. So we managed to follow the rules. There's people out there canceling events. Like, I mean, it's nonsense because it's it's really just about, you know, the person who understands the rules. I, I love golf. I got to tell you this. Like, in golf, there's a lot of rules. But there's the rules, rules. the rules work in your favor if you understand them, right? right. If you don't understand them, then, 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 of course, you know, it can. But, you know, when you hit, hit a ball in a hazard where you drop... You have to know the rules. So mm-hmm. the same thing. There's new rules. You did a tremendous job of going through and connecting with the rule people and making Creating sure that the we... mitigation plan. But yeah. I think the biggest thing and the biggest lesson for me out of it all um, was actually once we had the event, people kept coming up to me and saying, wow, you know, it's amazing like that you could put this on. It shows and proves to me that there's always a way. Always There's a always a solution that we can all you can always make something happen. And I can't even tell you how many people said that. And it gave me an opportunity to self-reflect and say, yeah, if we can get this done, we can get anything done. So it was a nice learning lesson for it's me. It's a as matter well. of whether you're a victim or you're a victor. And a lot of people right now, it's easy to fall into that victim mindset mm-hmm. right? like, oh, I, oh there's so many things i can't do or you right. have to wear a mask or you have you know but what can you do yeah you got to figure it out yeah all right let's talk about speakers you want to yeah but you know that i didn't get to hear any of the speakers because i was running around in the yeah, back yeah but the here's the thing so. here's the thing you you heard what everybody else said about That's the speakers okay. so let first <laughs> off um the event we let off um james our videographer who puts together the podcast produces the podcast the video and the audio component it he created an amazing 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 intro video yeah so maybe um james you could put that in like the show notes we could have like a link here um so if you're listening to the podcast check check out out the show notes if you're watching the podcast on youtube just drop down there we'll put a link to that video because oh my gosh um that was super you know inspiring people were pumped up yeah after they saw that video what a great way to kick off the event. And then um, you came out and um, you you kicked off the show. Now, that uh, talk, your talk, I think you, you, you heard. Yeah, it was nice. I was able to be there for my own talk. So that worked out because we would have been in a lot of trouble if you, I wasn't. What did you talk about? It was really just an opening talk. And what I wanted the audience to get out of my talk is that, hey, listen, it's not just about coming here and getting content and trying to figure out things to up your skill set. It's also about finding the right team to have in your corner because in times of adversity and crisis, you could be the greatest technician and have the best skill set in your profession on the planet, but if you don't have the right people behind you, it's super difficult for you to make the right successful moves to overall win the strategy. Yeah. So, you I was have talking a great about team. yeah, get get a community you know, get an accountability group and get a good coach. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, my gosh, my group is doing everything online. Well, you know, hey, we want to invite you to check out what we're doing because you're just sitting there on the on the fringe, on the periphery, listening to this podcast. I mean, jump in with us because, you know, we would love to be and we would be honored to be on your team. Then next we had Grant Dennis. Um, absolute uh, fire firehouse. Is that not firehouse? Firecracker. Fireball. Firecracker. Fireman puts out fires. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Grant, at a very young age, is finding tremendous success. And he talked to us about um, the launch of his book. He's got a brand new book coming out. Um, James, I'm going to have you just put all of these links in the mm-hmm. show notes so that we can get people 
um, on point with Grant's book. Um, and Grant was super inspirational. And, and, and in fact, like you said, you, so you had this sort of um, introductory talk. He laid the foundation for um, all of the rest of the weekend, right? Yeah. And he talked about what it takes um, to be great, to take the last shot, mm. right? To be the one who raises your hand and say, yeah, give me the ball. I want to take the last shot. Mm. Love it. Next up was Dawn Roseman. Dawn is a great friend of mine, and, and a lot of people, and she's, she shared the story, don't realize that Dawn and I actually went to high school together. Yeah. And not like, you know, we were talking last night, like my high school class had nearly 600 people in it. So not like, oh, we went to high school and like, you know, remember? And like, it's, everybody does that to me yeah. with, with chiropractic college. I went to school with you. Everybody went to school we with me somehow. Like, and I'm like, I don't even know these people. Like, yeah. stop saying you went to school with me. Like, if you're not my friend, you didn't go to school with me. But Dawn was my friend yes. like, in high school. Yes. She um, has stories about you that yeah, she has she's stories going to th let me she, in on. Oh, she'll let you in on. Okay. Yeah, let me in on. <laughs> Dawn then goes on um, to Indiana University, where I also went to undergrad. And then she um, got her degree, and then um, she is now a lawyer. And Dawn was the very first African-American woman partner yeah. in the state of Indiana at a law firm. Top 100 law firm where she works. And then eventually our paths circled back around and now Dawn represents us um, and her firm represents us in our business dealings. And I was, and she has this thing called rain. Mm. And I was like, Dawn, you got to come and talk about rain at summer camp. And holy smokes, did she steal the show? She stole the show. I mean, people were so inspired by her talk. They were literally getting into the Black Diamond Club group saying, we want more Dawn. So she and I have a feeling we'll figure out a way to yeah. get them more done. We're gonna get them more done. But she talked about, you know, what makes you uniquely you and your ability to understand that when you walk in a room that you are not second to anybody. Um, she talked about your understanding that there's only one of you in the world and that you never have to be second to somebody or less than. But she also talked to us and gave us some practical tips about how to understand that and realize that we're not just our accomplishments mm. like dawn is super accomplished as a lawyer and she she shared um you know her personal story about how even in the face of that you know she had certain insecurities that came from her upbringing and her sure. past and how that affected her as long as she was getting the accolades and the plaques and the recognition she felt fulfilled and she realized that life wasn't all about that that she had to be fulfilled on her own yeah and she that's you know was, was something that inspired people and they, you know, they were super thrilled to have her. Next up came Dennis Yu. Dennis Yu. I mean, and he actually had two slots in our show. So he was able to get on stage twice. And the amazing thing about Dennis is he had probably the two most engaging talks because he engaged the audience. With, well, they actually, he, he yeah. on day one, he talked about sort of the philosophies and the right. premise behind um, the minute one minute video and the dollar a day social media strategy right and we actually launched a collaboration together called bdc launchpad we're mm -hmm. super excited about that it was massively well received so yeah. many people jumped in on that of course has nothing to do with us it has to do with we're collaborating with dennis and the blitz metrics team to help our community be able to launch the launchpad into social media um it's a done for you solution so right. he gave us everything so if you want to do it yourself dennis in his first talk just taught us everything that we need to know to implement 
the one minute video dollar a day blitz metric strategies and to do it all on yourself or all by yourself he, he gave us the opportunity to have it done by the blitz yeah metric he essentially hacks the social media system and allows you to get exposure and engagement through your videos and your ads for a dollar a day like yeah, it's, i've it's never like, seen anything I'm, like and it. it's in the way that he breaks it down is so simplistic it's unlike anything i've ever heard it's amazing then um, we had our lunch, yeah. And then afterwards, so on um, Thursday, mm-hmm. going to so we live um, on the north side of Indianapolis, and we were driving into town to you know, do the setup. And uh, I received a call from Jay Abraham, yeah. And he was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Well, we're we're going, you know, to summer camp." And we were expressing to him some of the challenges, you know. Um, Jessen Chinapan mm-hmm. was unable to make the flight over. I mean, and oh my gosh, did he try everything? He pulled he out all the stops. It. I wrote two letters to the U.S. At embassy. Hotel, stayed to at the, the hotel. Denied him. He yeah, actually he's... got. He was actually in the airport, about to get on the plane, and he was denied boarding. I mean, he did everything, and undoubtedly, so we're going to have him it. back. Yeah. We're going to have him. And we were sharing the story with uh, Jay, and Jay was like, "Well, I'll come on and do a cameo." <laughs> And so uh, uh, James and the AV crew, I mean, I don't even know how. I was like, how's that going to work? I don't know how they pulled it off because we didn't have all the equipment there. They had to get equipment. It was insane. Somehow but. Jay was on the big screen. Yeah. And through the house microphone, we talked to Jay. And Jay came in on Friday and did a cameo where he actually worked with people from the audience. Yep. Hot seats. And help them to um, understand and grow their business even better. I love it. It's a superpower. Uh, next up was Alok Trevetti. Mm-hmm. Alok has been on the summer camp stage, I believe, three, three or four maybe, years. Yeah, maybe maybe four maybe years. Four yeah. years. Um, super inspirational. Always draws a massive amount of people. You should check out Alok Trevetti's work. I think you can go to aloktrevetti.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, we'll put that in the show notes as well. And he is a mindset master. Mm-hmm. And he taught us how to navigate and manage our minds relative to winning the money game which we'll talk about as well Um, but winning the money game is super important from a mindset standpoint it's also important from a practical knowledge standpoint but Alok really helped us to get our minds right relative to that you you do a lot of work and teaching on mindset as well stuff I love, and then next up was Steve Tullius. And what I love about Steve is I did get to catch a little bit of this. Um, You know, in the, especially in chiropractic profession, a lot of people think that the live event is dead, right? Like, I mean, just what we were just talking about. So many people. Dead live events are dead. Yeah. But we were so, we were. Ted live events are we are canceled there people are canceling things all over the place um, going online like, yeah like we talked about everybody's going online but yet everybody is still craving human connection and community so Steve presented how you can still do live workshops in your office and what? live like, workshops what? who's doing live workshops Steve's doing and, live and his clients and are his doing clients live are just workshops. knocking it out of the park right I mean so there's lots of success around that and again Steve has a way he found solutions throughout all this this crisis and adversity to still make this work and again help people out there help more people it well he killer. had he had a program that was super successful with right. and then driving people into your office for a workshop a talk and then um, converting them, and then he had to pivot. And pivot. frankly, it just it got better. It got better. It got even better. And so he was sharing with us this concept of like the value of a lead, yeah. generating leads and converting leads, and it was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then 
Oh, my favorite speaker was up Yes, and then I spoke about selling, about selling. I was there for that one. Um, And, you know, when you say, like, people think that live events are dead, I will also say that a lot of people, they they resist live events because of selling from the stage. And my talk was, I'm going to sell from the stage. I'm going to teach you while I sell how to sell from the stage. And I'm also going to explain to you why the notion that I don't like selling from the stage is completely false. Yeah. What you don't like is bad sales. Like people exactly. that go up there and just say like 30 minutes of nothing and then and say, then try to hard yeah, sell. and then buy my program if you it actually want to hear something. Yeah, yes. It feels icky. So yeah. we talked about that and we talked about how to do it right. And it was a massive success. We had an offer. I mean, and so many people took us up on our offer. We had multiple. We had two offers. Mm-hmm. And oh, my gosh, it, it far exceeded our expectations. That's we had right. a goal, exceeded Amazing. our expectations, and it went super well. Then we closed out the day with Eric Thomas, E.T., the, the hip hop preacher. preacher. Look, here's another myth. Like, well, Sean, it sounds like what you did is you just like brought up like your 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 friends. Uh, no, high profile headliners are also yeah. wanting to get out to share their message. I mean, I remember backstage, E.T. was like, man, I, I'm ready to get back out there. Yeah. There's just not a lot of events going on. I was like, well, we're going on. And he, he did say that he thought that we were crazy. I mean, he's from Michigan. He's like, but, yeah. and I don't think he meant like we're crazy because he was yeah, there. He was there. He was, so. he was there and he's he wanted too. to do it. Right. Um, and holy cow, he brought, he brought it down. Um, people were on fire after E.T. spoke. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's always inspiring. We've been listening to E.T. for probably 10 years. I mean, yes. you've been listening to him for a very yeah, long time. Since the time. beginning. And the, thank God it's Monday. And like, yes. his, and, you know, just always inspiring. You know, I got to tell you too, this is t- completely um, not on, this is kind of a tangent, but not. I don't think that very many people observe this. What I observed from E.T. is that when he got on that stage, what he did is he went inward. Yeah. And in fact, like the, the majority eyes. of did his talk, that? yeah, he just had his eyes closed. And, and he was just letting the message come from within. It wasn't right. this scripted yeah. thing. No. It wasn't like, you know, he didn't have a PowerPoint. And also, too, I think that was super inspirational for people. He shared his story, but it was coming from his heart. Mm-hmm. And you could see, like, he wasn't even trying to, like, you know, like, move around. And, you know, the things that we learn, you know, tonality and blocking and presentations. Cool. He just stood there, planted, and shared his shared his and heart. And think about that. Like, he's one of the number one inspirational speakers in the world. And he probably has told that story a million times. And yet still, when he told it that day, it wasn't robotic. It wasn't scripted. It wasn't like he still went inside. Like he was almost playing a a movie film in his mind. And he was telling you the pictures of what he saw and how it can translate into your life. And you could overcome adversity. I just thought it was pretty cool. We had a great VIP cocktail on Friday night with a lot of our new clients that signed up with us. And then on Saturday, you opened it up again. You were there for that talk. I did. I was there for that talk. This is another one Do I got to. Do something awful. Enjoy. That was the title. Do something awful. So it was just it was just about getting out there and doing something that you think you're absolutely going to be awful at. Because a lot of people wake up and they think that when they look at somebody that's really good at speaking or looking some at looking at somebody that is very artistic or looking at somebody that has the ability to create a great funnel for their business or ads, you know, they're like, oh, but that person's just good at it. Mm. 
They were just, they just have that skill. They were born that way, but that's not the truth. It's that those people woke up and they started. And a lot of them, when they started, were actually really awful at it. You gave a couple examples of that and shared that and do something awful. Yeah. And you know, my favorite part was, um, awful has two meanings. So do something awful. Like, Oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do um, one minute videos because that sounds awful. Yeah, videos are awful. Yeah. And then the other side of that is I don't want to do it because I will be awful. awful, Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that was, you know, it doesn't matter. Do something awful. Mm -hmm. Then uh, what do we do? We had Dave Steck share. Do a little video. Winning the money game. Um, Oh, my gosh. I mean, and, 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 you know, a penny that doubles every day. So it doubles and it doubles. Then that doubles and that doubles. Over 30 days becomes $5 million. When you factor in the the, the 28% tax rate, right? So an, 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 a rolling accumulative tax rate, it goes to $60,000. And we te- he so was sad. teaching us how to win the money game because you're like, oh my gosh. Um, you know, nobody wants to lose out on that amount, that magnitude yeah. of so money. So making your money make you money. <laughs> then what did we do after that? Then we went on break, and then we came back with Dennis Yu. Dennis Yu, how cool was this? Dennis Yu brought a team of videographers on his own dime, by the way. Yeah. He, he brought, you know, his gang of Blitzmetric supporters and brought people on the stage to actually help them to do one-minute videos. And, and look, so impactful. I'm going to leak this because I don't know who listens to the None of Your Business podcast and who listens to the Black Diamond Club podcast mm-hmm. if you're a member but I'm going to leak this. Dennis, you said, I want to come back next year. And I want to next year be celebrating and showing examples of the people who were on the stage a year ago and what has happened to it. them in their business. That's why he did that. Like, how cool is that going to be? It's and be amazing. you want to be there for that because also you probably want to get in on it because you want to raise your hand and say, Dennis, pick me. I want to be, I want to be next. an example yeah. who's up there. But don't wait that long. Don't wait a year. Yeah, don't wait a year. Start you got to start now. Get, <laughs> get connected. Get into Black Diamond Club. Get connected with Dennis. He's in there every day. Every day. Sharing, supporting. Sharing. He's great. Then we had our sort of, sort of Gen Z, Gen X social media influencer section after our lunch. We did. And holy cow, was this amazing. So first up was Connor Blakely. Gen Z marketing expert and founder of Brew Beer. Yeah. And he was sharing with us his thoughts on um, how the Gen Z mind works. Yeah. He was sharing his personal story. Um, he didn't share too much about Brew, so I shared about that because I'm really passionate about that. I'm, we're super proud to be um, investors with him in Brew because we super believe in Connor yeah, um, and his ability to make a, a massive impact in the gr- world. He's great because, I mean, he's been teaching large corporations how to market to Gen Zers for probably the last, I don't know, Well, when we say large years. corporations, we're talking about Sprint, the Coca-Cola, NHL. I, I mean, yeah, Maybe, large yeah, like corporations. Large corporations. Not corporations. Like, you know. So for him to share that information with all of these entrepreneurs and business owners sitting in that room, that will, in fact need to begin to start marketing to this generation of individuals was huge. Then we had Mike Malak. Yep. And Connor got to interview him. And Connor and Mike just uh, sat on the stage and did a, a sort of a Q&A together. And it was unbelievable to Mike's hear story. Mike's story. Um, and what an inspirational story. And here's what I know. You know, Mike is on the Impulsive podcast. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people came in. It was like Roger Stone the year before. A lot of people came into it 
with a preconceived notion like oh i don't think i like this guy and holy moly they were everybody by loved him. mike Malak. and I, let me tell you the secret let me give you this behind the scenes this is why because he is such a genuine person there were kids young kids mm -hmm. that um through you know through through channels had asked could they take a picture with connor and connor went out right went out out yeah. of his way went out and took a picture mike I think, you know, anybody who wanted a picture, anybody who wanted to talk to him went out That's of his great. way mm -hmm. to make sure that everybody was heard. Everybody got an opportunity or a piece of his time. Not everybody's like that. Right. No. Dennis, you yeah. like that. Dennis, you, he is another one. I mean, and, and look, I'm going to tell you two keys this year that I've learned. That's number one, accessibility. Mm -hmm. Number two is responsiveness. That's the next thing I've learned is that those guys like, you know, you text them, you email them, they respond right away. Yeah. And that's something I've been working on because I know that, you know, it's tough. You can get like a million emails in your inbox and then you forget and then yeah. you don't answer them. Right? Than me. I would say that the one thing that I have been learning is some of the most successful people on the planet are extremely transparent. Oh, yeah. And I was telling that I was training our specific doctors and I was saying like the one thing that all of these individuals have in common is that they're willing to share their story. Yeah. Right. And we talk a lot about I mean, Mike's story is yeah. crazy. Mike's story. I mean, we're going to talk about Jordan Belfort. His story is pretty crazy. And people he has a great story. People Tom might not like you. Story. People might not like but you for your okay. story. But that's OK, because it's your story. Right, right. They wouldn't like you anyways if you hit it. But what about your story? How often do you think about your story and how willing are you to share that? And maybe if you start to open up and share more bits and pieces, it will actually add to your success because it's who you are and that's how people connect to you. I noticed that a lot this that last two days. So after Big Mike, I went back up. I shared um, our philosophies and strategies on investing. People um, said they loved our, our port business portfolio. Yeah, I showed our portfolio, but it's not what you think. I'm not talking about the stocks that we own. We talked yeah. about how we developed and how we are constantly investing in ourselves. Yep. I mean, and I share, like, I mean, we have stocks, but I mean, just like, a, I mean, well, we're not, just yeah, them. just They're fiddling around nothing. with it. Our money, our resources go back into us and yeah. developing our business because, you know, the point of that, that conversation and we strongly, obviously, I mean, we live this is that we feel that we are the safest bets on the planet. Now, not for we you, but for us. Like, yes. so if we had any money, I would much rather invest it in us than the NASDAQ. I don't know yeah. what the NASDAQ's going to do. But, but we I, know what we're going to do. I know what we're going to do. Yeah. I know that we wake up tomorrow and we go right to work. And I feel like my money and your money is safer with us, yeah. invested in us than in something that we really can't control. Absolutely. And then lastly, we closed it down with Jordan, the wolf of Wall Street, Belfort. And he taught us the straight line system, taught us how to sell, how to overcome objections. Um, and really, as service providers... Um, really, really hammered home our moral obligation to be really good at sales so that we can reach more people. We have to close the deal if we're going to make a bigger impact. And so many of us, we're not making the impact that we could simply because we're not that good at sales. Yep, absolutely. Anything else? No. Here's I what I want to close with. And um, I want to encourage everybody Tickets are on sale for 2021. Now, if you're new to None of Your Business and Sean and Lacey, we don't announce our speakers. I will say this, the 2021 lineup, swear to you, I swear to you. It's like the best. It's awesome. I'm excited. And it's done. It's like, done. I know 
The two days, August 6th and August 7th, 2021. I know those two days and who's speaking at what time. Yeah. The entire 20, 2021 lineup is complete. Well, who's speaking, Sean? So I can decide if I want tickets. That's not how it works. No. Right no, now, tickets are on sale at a discount. And if you trust us, I mean, you have to trust. You're listening to the podcast. Mm -hmm. If you trust us, then we want you to buy your tickets now. Now, over and you can time, just see our track record. Yeah, if, you don't, if you're like, we've I'm had not Grant sure, Cardone, JP Sears, Tom Billyu, we've had Jay Abraham. I mean, oh my, yeah. we've had. I mean, Jordan Belfort and ET this year. Yeah. It just gets better and better. Go to www.cometosummercamp.com. Make sure that you get locked in. Over the course of the year, it's a year away. Yeah. Over the course of the year, we do tease and leak out some speakers, but. Every time we do, we raise the price because we raise the stakes because right now you're, you're buying it based off of our relationship. Yeah. If you want to buy it off of who's speaking, we're going to charge you a premium. And we always teach this, and it's very true. We do not extend our early bird special. We don't even have an early bird special. No, it's Once just based off of- Once the prices go up, you can't get the old price. You can't there's go no, There's no getting Begging, that. Pleading, Begging, pleading, no. Yeah. Giving me your firstborn. That doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So that's it. That's it. Hey, if you like this podcast, why don't you uh, share it with a friend, a uh, service provider who needs this in order to grow? We would love to have them plug in with the podcast. Make sure that you like it. Make sure that you leave us a five star review. There's nothing that touches our heart more than knowing that you are enjoying the none of your business podcasts. We'll be back again next week with some more good stuff. <laughs>